Hey there, it's Rod. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Weathercock Podcast. Thank you, as usual, for taking time out of your busy day to have a listen. Wherever you are in the world, in whichever time zone you live in, this is a busy period. Whether you celebrate the holidays or not, you can go to the grocery store, you can go to a shopping center, you can go pretty much anywhere, and you're guaranteed that it's busy. Busier than it usually is any other time of the year because technically it is the holiday period. And I wanted to do this episode today a bit before we officially walk in the holiday two-week period where pretty much the world stops being so busy and we take time out to either be with our family, relax, do some sports, recharge, rest, whatever it is that you do during these time, this time off. Or for some of us that continue to work, things slow down a little bit more. We have a little bit more time to just, you know, catch up with whatever we've been working on, whether it is a project or just email in general. So I wanted to just break down quickly and not spend the whole half hour on the subject, but talk about a few things that you can do to alleviate whatever impatience you may have or stress or anxiety that can come up when actually going out into the world to do errands, shopping, or just doing your regular chores that you need to get done on a weekend or on a weekday. I did this last year and it got some really good responses and I went a little deeper this time because I really wanted to give you a few tips and tricks on things that you can do in practice to avoid losing your mind or becoming very impatient when in fact everybody is pretty much doing their best to not give in to the impatience. But as you know, or you probably know, we all eventually succumb to our impatience. Call me naive, but I don't believe that anybody wakes up in the morning wanting to cause a traffic jam. I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning with the intention of holding up a cash register line at your local store. I don't believe that anybody wakes up in the morning to go in a store and look over the ingredients of a product and hold up the line and back them because they're right in the middle of the alley and they're not moving. I don't believe that. I may be naive on that. I mean, 99.9%, I think, wake up with a really good intention of doing their best on that day. But we get, you know, distracted. We sometimes forget time. We are in our own shit trying to figure stuff out. And we have our chores, our life, our family, our kids, our projects, our work. Everything is coming to an end soon. So there's probably a last holiday rush for many of us. So it's quite normal that eventually we kind of fall prey to our impatience. Um, this happens to me once in a while. I've gotten much better at it because I am very aware that nobody in this world is out there to stop me from getting to a store on time or uh, to wherever I need to go for an appointment because they figured this morning that I was going to that place and they would hold me up for 10, 15 minutes so I would be late. Same thing if you live in a small town. I mean, 99% of the time, nothing ever happens in a small town in terms of accidents or, you know, cars breaking down. But on that day, when you have an appointment somewhere or you have to go somewhere for to get a quick chore completed, uh, it turns out someone has a broken down car and is jamming up the road. 
stuff happens and it's totally out of our control. But what we do have control over is how we react to that thing and how ultimately we can calm ourselves down, talk to ourselves and realize that the people that are there don't want to be there more than you do. And all they're looking for is help or waiting for the tow truck or whatever it is to give them a helping hand. So in this time of the season, um, things happen and we can get impatient and we can become angry at things that are completely out of our control and think the world's against us. Think that the people that are holding us up are the cause of this impatience when in fact, probably I'm making an assumption here that most of us are just tired and we got a lot going on. We got our own stuff that we're dealing with. So having that added onto the pile just gives us an excuse to get angry and get impatient. And even in some cases, you know, start banging on your car dashboard just because you want to you know, get something out of you. It's just reality. It's happened to all of us. So by telling you this today, and you probably know this already, and if you don't, well, now you know that nobody gets up in the morning wanting to piss you off. Nobody cares, first of all, because everybody's got their own stuff going on. So whenever you leave or you're going to do something where you th there may be a lot of people, especially at this time of the season, then be aware that you're probably going to end up being in maybe a traffic jam. Maybe there'll be a long line at the cash register. There may be someone in the parking lot that's taking their sweet time parking and looking for that close, close parking spot that they can get right into the store as quick as possible while you're just waiting to pass. That just may happen. There's a lot of maybes, but if you kind of make up your mind before you leave that this can be a possibility, I'm telling you, you are decreasing your chances of being impatient by at least 50%. I want to give you a few tips and tricks that I've been using for a few years now to help me become more patient because I am an impatient person in general. Worked hard on this virtue of being more patient with others and being more patient with myself. And it is a constant practice. But I realize it's not just by waking up in the morning saying, today I'm going to be patient, that you're actually going to be patient. Uh, yes, there's patience for things when it comes to personal growth. We talk about that a lot. But being patient in everyday life when just completing a task, doing things, uh, requires sometimes a few tricks, a few tricks and a few tips. And over the years, I've adopted a few of them to help me just control that urge of being impatient. If someone is, you know, holding up a line, for example, then I sort of see it from a different angle because I know that person, first of all, doesn't want to be more in a line than I do, but if I do have a pair of earphones in my in my ears listening to a great podcast, sometimes I I find myself looking forward to a line so that I can continue listening to whatever it is that I'm listening to, whether it's a podcast or music, because I'm really enjoying the conversation or the song that I'm listening to. So my first tip that I would like to give you today is if you're going shopping or you're going somewhere where there's a risk of lineups, a risk of jams, a risk of something that will hold you up, uh, bring a pair of earphones to have. Why not listen to a great podcast, a great piece of music, 
an audiobook, whatever it is that you like listening to, when you're walking around in a store or you're in a mall or anywhere that there's a lot of people and the noise is just constant, being in your own world with a podcast is a great way to sort of disconnect and not pay attention to the noise that surrounds you everywhere. And this is something that I always, always do. I put my earphones in my pocket and I go out and either do my grocery shopping, I do any kind of, you know, chores. I always have something in my ears so that I can disconnect and not be in that, oh, why is that person just being so slow? Why isn't that person picking the apples quicker so that I can get my apples? Instead, I'm listening to whatever it is that I'm listening to and I find myself just enjoying whatever it is that I'm discovering through my earphones. So my first tip would be bring a pair of earphones, have them handy, or if you have two pairs, keep one in the car so that when you do come out and um, go do whatever it is that you're doing, then you have one there for you. You have a pair ready to go and you can just listen up to whatever it is that you've started. And believe me, you'll be looking forward to grocery shopping more because it's like a moment where you can just, yes, do your groceries, or do your shopping, or do whatever it is that you're doing, even in a doctor's office. Sometimes it is longer than you thought it would be, but having a podcast or listening to some music is a great way to sort of disconnect. You can bring a book also, of course, but earphones, easy to bring, easy to use. When you're in your car and you're driving to that place and you're in a traffic jam, well, 99% of us that do have a car probably have a radio or probably have an auxiliary port or a Bluetooth that we can just connect our telephones to and just listen to whatever it is. So this, you know already. So there's nothing much more you can do than have great music or a great conversation or audiobook going if you're stuck in traffic. The one thing that you can tell yourself, though, is that nobody wants to be in traffic. Everyone's just doing the best they can to cope with this jam that you're in. Hopefully, will be unjammed very soon. But one thing I do want to tell you, though, is when you're looking for parking... There's this rush of people that are always looking for the closest parking spot to the entrance to wherever they're going. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. But you know what? To avoid any impatience or avoid any time wasted in my car driving around a lot to see where I can park the closest, I always park the furthest away. The furthest away from the entrance. So first of all, there's always empty spots. And you get fresh air. Yes, it could be cold depending on where you live in the world and you have to walk to that entrance. But in general, you're worry-free. You just park as far as possible. There's almost nobody at the end of the far end of the lot. You park there, get your stuff out, get your earphones and walk to the entrance and you've gotten a bit of fresh air. And also you're, you can often see the same people that came at the same time as you still looking for a parking spot close to the entrance. So they're taking these precious minutes of their time, of their weekend, of their weeknights, whenever they're going, to look for the closest parking spot for a reason I'm not sure why. But hey, they have their reason and that's fine. I'm just not one of those that do have a reason, so I park far. If you're going to go into that entrance and once you've cross those hollow doors of wherever it is that you are and it's busy. I always bring a tote bag and I always have as much as possible a bottle of water and a snack in there. Only because, first of all, 
Yes, you can go and buy one, but the chances are there's going to be a long line for a bottle of water or if you want to buy some, you know, snack that you can basically just have in your pocket or in your tote bag or in your backpack and have it handy so that if you are stuck for a longer time period and in lines because everybody's there at the same time as you are, then you don't have to worry about hydrating yourself and just having a small snack to keep you steady until you get home or go to the restaurant afterwards, whatever it is that you do. Believe me, it's a lifesaver. Being hydrated works a lot on your patience. Being impatient a lot of times is because we're hungry and we're thirsty. So add to that the parking, add to that being in lines. And if you're thirsty and you're hungry, well, you're probably going to buy those chocolate bars or uh, those soda pops in line because those are cash grabbers. Those are things that people get automatically. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to avoid that because you're a bit more mindful of your health and you know want to be careful of a few things, then have a bottle of water handy at all times with you. And if you didn't know, now you know. And you can thank me later upon that one. One thing that I do want to tell you, though, is be kind. Be kind to the people in line. If you can be kind to the people that you're passing by with your car that have been in a traffic jam, the kinder you are, the more relaxed you'll be. Again, if you go with the, you go with the mindset that nobody wants to be in the traffic jam with you, nobody got up this morning wanting to go and be in a line in a store or a doctor's office or anywhere else, um, you've already, you know, relieved the pressure about 50%. If you're just kind to people, everyone's in line, everyone's stuck there. Everyone has to wait. If you just smile at people and maybe say hello to the greeter, say hello to the guy that directs you in the right at the right cash register, it goes a long way. And it just shows that, you know, you're sensitive to people's stress and people's mindset during this very busy time of the year. And this goes all year round, by the way. But being kind really goes a long way. And one last thing that I want to tell you, if you're being you're doing your best to be patient you got your earphones you got your water you're trying to be kind but it still is irritating you then the last thing i want to tell you is be grateful be grateful because you're alive you're breathing most probably you're healthy because you're in line you're waiting so you got your two legs to walk on you got your full mind there and attention ready to go be grateful for what you have i don't want to give you any lessons certainly not my place to do so. But there are so many people in the world that are suffering, that are in difficult periods. There's a lot of layoffs here where I live in Canada. Very, very challenging for the economy. People have it hard. People are going through some tough, tough stuff. Everybody's got their own shit to deal with. Always remember that. Take a moment to be grateful for whatever your situation is. If times are tough, let me reassure you that times will be better. The best is always yet to come because I am certain that you're doing everything in your power to turn things around and try your best so that you can go towards whatever it is that you're chasing, whatever it is that you're pursuing. And sometimes we have to have rough periods to appreciate what comes after. So be grateful. It's not easy. None of what I'm saying today is really easy to practice. I still struggle with a lot of that, but I put my effort into what I can control and do my best. And if it's not my best, then I try better the next time. It's all we can do, right? Try our best every single day to be a little bit better 
in whatever it is that we're pursuing in life. And with that, if we practice a bit of gratitude, kindness, bring some water, pair of earphones, great podcast, great music, great audiobook, and park a little further away, then I believe at this period of time, you will walk into either your vacation time, your holiday period, whatever it is that is coming up for you in the next two weeks in a much better state and ready to really rest and recharge. I want to wish you an amazing day wherever you are in the world and in whichever time zone you live in, because yes, the holidays are upon us, but that's no reason to not be in a great mood. If you're not already a subscriber, then I'm inviting you formally today to go subscribe to my bi-weekly newsletter, The Weathercock Update, where I share ideas, a few inspirational quotes, some metaphors, and some stories that have happened to me. And um, I'm really enjoying doing it. So hopefully you'll join uh, the update so that I can send you a little piece of my mind every two weeks. And wherever you are in the world, have an amazing, amazing, beautiful day. And uh, wishing you nothing but the best. And certainly the best is always yet to come. Talk to you soon. The Weathercock Habit Tracker is 24 months of tracking grids that you will use to add, edit, experiment, and or delete habits that serve you every month in your quest to live a more healthier and consistent life your way. For each month, I created a fun booster quote to remind you that you got this, one habit at a time. You also have a total line at the end for each habit so that month's end, you can compile the number of times you performed the habit or habits that you're tracking. Finally, the bottom of the page has a space for you to comment or reflect on your habit progress for the month. Make it work for you. This tool requires only two things, patience and consistency. With both of these, your habit tracker will become a non-negotiable tool in your life, just like my habit tracker is for me. And I've been using this for two years and I can't live without it. I'm very, very honored to present to you the Weathercock Habit Tracker and I want to wish you 